Welcome to GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset Podcast, hosted by Brian Charlesworth, founder of Sisu. Sisu provides growth automation software for real estate. You'll hear stories from real estate thought and technology leaders, team owners, and brokers on how to grow their business in a rapidly changing industry. You'll learn how to transform your brokerage and teams into a high-performing and analytics-driven business so you have a new, durable, competitive advantage against disruption in your market. So let's get right into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Grit Podcast. I'm Brian Charlesworth. I'm the founder of Sisu and the host of the show. And today we are here with Dr. Hank Seitz. Is that Seitz? Is that how you pronounce that? That's correct. But you can just call me Dr. Hank. Everybody Dr. Hank. Dr. Dr. Hank is what he's famous for. So Dr. Hank is the author of nine best-selling books. He's focused on helping real estate agents and brokers around the world. He's also a top trainer and lecturer for real estate. He has his own webinar called The Future of Real Estate with Dr. Hank. And uh, my understanding is that some say that you are actually the happiest man in the world. And I've sensed that in the last five minutes with you, um, which may be why you wrote a book with that title. So what, what, can, you, what can you add to that, Dr. Hank? Well, first of all, Brian, thanks so much for having me on, on your show. And you are really amazing. And I want to first start out really about on how this is about you and that uh, this Sisu, um, you have this passion and this vision to uh, use technology to be able to help real estate agents to you know grow their business. And just this morning, uh, just the value that you bring because of your technology with uh, Sisu, on, um, I was uh, with one of my agents who um, at, one, at one point, she had 30 listings in that month in a 30 day period. And uh, so, you know, so it's great on business and everything. But again, one of the things I teach is, you know, this balance of life and that there's other better ways of doing it. And that's why Brian, you actually, you know, provide, can help provide some of those other ways of doing it. But she just realized that, you know, yeah, it was great having 30 listings. And I call her the queen of listings in America. And she's uh, really just incredible. I mean, minimally does four to five listings every month consistently and as much as 30 and uh, but what she realized is she needed technology and she needed systems and processes and because of that it freed her up to have a balanced life and have better time management and everything so I want to thank you for your tools and if you wouldn't mind I would just like to hear you know a minute on, could you just kind of plug <laughs> Sisu on? Hey, that that is not the purpose of this show. But, <laughs> but Sisu was really built to basically help agents. I, my wife is in real estate. I, I helped her build her business when I sold a business and found a huge need there to really set goals, hold people accountable to those goals, hold yourself accountable to those goals, manage the business, be able to do things like have people report things out, automate the business as far as managing your workflows, sharing things out to your vendors, just really everything you need to do to manage a real estate business and then allow you to have challenges and, you know, throw some gamification into that. And yeah. other than keeping track of things on whiteboards, keep track of them on beautiful uh, monitors like you see behind me here. Yeah. Right. So, okay. so anyway, it's just yeah. a, it's a fun way to make a difference. And, uh, a big focus of ours is eliminating duplicate data entry, getting rid of spreadsheets, and basically yeah. having everything integrate so that we can visualize and let people know where their business is. So one yeah. of the funnest things for me is seeing people right now starting to make business decisions on where they're spending money on their leads, which agents they're giving those leads to. Yeah. Uh, all of those types of decisions can be made when you have the correct data. Right. Yeah. And then we're working with some of the lead companies like Ylopo and and uh, companies like Zillow because they want to know what is the conversion ratio the agents are doing on the leads they're giving to them. Right. And what does that cost per lead, cost per closing end up being? So there's just by knowing your numbers and, and uh, understanding your business and understanding what are the small things, if you break down a business, 
and you say, hey, I want to get to 500 transactions. Well, what are the small things you need to do every day to get there? We're going to make sure you're doing those things. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And again, it's a uh, piece of the puzzle, if you will, to put together and that, you know, you can save real estate agents uh, time, efficiencies, uh, be more productive. And uh, so I appreciate the blessing that you've been. So we will do the agenda now that you wanted. All right. And, uh, and, and <laughs> well, you're, you're so, the first guest that is, has ever asked me to tell him about CSU. So I, mean, I, guess good, I guess it's good that you ran into it. <laughs> well, good. And I'll, I'll invite you on my show. I have Agent Well Success. And, and so I'd love to have you on there to be able to, you know, bless all those people. But in answer to your question, that yeah, really what I'm, um, my whole purpose, my soul's purpose is to help people become their greatest possibility. And my main niche, if you will, they, uh, I used to call it niche. Now they call it niche. But um, that my main uh, niche is real estate and I've been well, a real estate broker and had 420 agents and uh, that uh, here in uh, Texas and every major market in Texas and I, what I, uh, I would do five-year financial plans for my agents and um, I, and so because I uh, understand money, I understand how it plays, if you will. And I also understand that how we have beliefs that a lot of beliefs that are buried within our subconscious mind that prevent most people from having money. In fact, the average agent uh, makes $30,000 a year. Uh, this agent that uh, I was with this morning makes over a million dollars a year. And what's the difference? And really the difference is your beliefs and, and the type of beliefs that, again, are buried within your subconscious mind. And to talk just a, a moment about the subconscious mind that the sub, you're, uh, we all have a subconscious mind. And uh, so we have a conscious mind that is supposed to be doing, uh, thinking about what we want and why we want it. That's it. But we've gone beyond that. We try to figure out how and everything. And the father doesn't work, so we don't have to do that. We can just ask and then receive. But uh, that's challenging for us because we don't have the faith to believe. We think we got to do, do, do. And then what we end up is do, do. <laughs> and so a lot of us have been swimming upstream, if you will, trying to find our stuff. And none of our stuff is upstream. It's actually downstream. So our subconscious mind has recorded every since conception, every experience we've had, every thought we've had, and every feeling we've had. And it has taken that opinion about everything under the sun, about every subject under the sun. And those opinion, uh, opinions are what we call beliefs. And so I've discovered a way to tap into those beliefs and become our greatest possibility. So back to that, you know, I'm work, uh, helping my real estate agents to create a, a financial uh, stability and long-term, all of us are going to, you know, at some point, whatever, retire, or we're going to want to slow down, or we're going to want to travel more, or whatever the case may be, give more to charities, whatever it is. And so you need to build that wealth. And most people, again, aren't very effective in building it. So I would do five-year financial plans. And these agents would tell me, oh, you, you know, you got to give me leads. You got to uh, help me to build my business. And so I would. And so they would build their business significantly more than they ever had. And uh, when I'd ask them nine months later, a year later, whatever, hey, how's that business, the financial plan going now that your business is booming? And they'd say, well, you know, I got this bigger house and I got a bigger car, nicer car, whatever. And they basically blew all their money. So I helped real estate agents and brokers, uh, not in technology, but really in the mindset area to be able to build not only their business, but also their wealth. And basically that's what I do. Awesome. All right. So are you the happiest man alive? <laughs> I am. And uh, so can you, and so can everybody. You just have to claim it. 
and you have to own it. And which, uh, which, what, I, which I just heard you do by saying I am, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now you am, we have to kind of watch that. The most two powerful words are I am. And then whatever you say after that, you can become, but not necessarily. And so let me share with you why, uh, if you will, affirmations don't necessarily work unless you understand what I'm going to share with you. Um, I, I use a lot of biblical quotes and I'm an ordained minister. And so, and I, I went to four years of seminary to kind of understand this God stuff is I didn't understand it. And now I have a really uh, intimate relationship with, um, you know, my source, God, universe, whatever words you want, want to use. And, um, uh, and so because of that, that uh, in the Bible, it, uh, Matthew 18, 19 says that when two of you agree that uh, then it will be manifested here on earth. And the two of you that, you know, I originally thought that that meant like two people and us two, you and I agree, and then we'll, you know, get it. But it actually was talking about our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, and we have to agree. So the conscious mind, if the conscious mind, and I'll give you a fun little example. If the conscious mind, if you're saying, I am, and using that affirmation, I am wealthy, that now your subconscious mind looks at that and says, well, let's take a look at, at your experience with that. You know, you just were complaining the other day about not having enough money in the bank, <laughs> okay, or, you know, a deal went south, or whatever that may be. And what ends up happening is that your subconscious mind says, I have a different belief about you and you being wealthy. In fact, you've said you don't have enough. Money isn't your friend. In fact, money is missing. That friend is missing all the time. So thus, we don't have agreement. And so when the conscious mind says, I am wealthy, the subconscious mind, in essence, says bullshit. <laughs> I mean, uh, if, you're, if you're walking around saying, I don't have enough money, I'm broke, like you were just saying. Right. Yeah. Essentially, they are telling themselves subconsciously, mm -hmm. I am broke, right? Yeah, e even though they're trying to go the other direction. So the subconscious yeah. mind, uh, I've, I've learned a lot about this over the last few years as well, awesome. maybe over the last 10 years, and yeah. uh, even more over the last uh, two or three. Awesome. And it's, it's pretty incredible how powerful our subconscious mind is, which is actually more powerful than our conscious mind, right? Absolutely. So, and, so how do you train that, Dr. Yeah, Hank? yeah. and so, so very good. And just to be clear, who actually the commander is, is the conscious mind. The issue is, is that, that the commander has been saying a lot of things about what it doesn't, you don't want. And so this idea about wanting what, it, it, it's really not good or bad, it's what's wanted or unwanted. And we, most of us, have thought more often about the unwanted, and thus we have created that unwanted. So let me step back for a minute because talk about the subconscious mind and then we'll get to the subconscious mind, how to tap into it. But I, uh, and it's fascinating. I just love that, you know, you've been really getting into it in the last couple of years because see every major discovery like Einstein would, you know, brag about his subconscious mind. He'd go off and he'd dream about those formulas. And, and what I know that you've done, Brian, is you've done the same thing on the technology. You've been asking for answers for solutions on the technology and then you've gone to bed and you may be waking up in the middle of the night or that day you all of a sudden open up your door and boom the idea comes to you and you go whoa you know where did that come from well the all-powerful sub, uh, subconscious mind that really creates everything it's it's got an action if you will on, on taking but you're the one that's doing the asking so let me step back can I, can I add something to what you yes. just said because because I think it's really important that our listeners know, especially since most of them are in real estate yeah. and they're telling themselves negative things all day long. All day. And, and the time that your subconscious mind works, which you just talked about, is mostly 
at night, right? That's when it's processing at such a high level. And before we go to bed, what are we doing? Are we planning out our next day? Are we seeing all the positive outcomes happen in these meetings? Mm -hmm. Are we reading positive things or are we watching movies about murder, right? Right. (laughs) So so anyway, depending on what you're doing in that power hour before you go to bed, that's going to make a difference in how productive you are in your sleep. So yeah. you want to talk more about that? And so, yeah, I do. And and so we won't go on the conscious mind yet to, because I want to respond on that and just kind of tweak a couple things. So the subconscious mind is actually working all the time, if you will, working on your behalf. That's the yes. father does the work. However, the one of the best times to enter your conscious mind and to enter the subconscious mind is when you are about to go to sleep. And the reason why is, is that you're at ease now. You're just kind of drifting away. And so one of the things, and I would start writing everybody on channeling right now. So this is the perfect thing for you uh, uh, to have your ears here. And by writing it down, being a mental scientist that I am, by writing it down, it'll help really embrace this. But here is the first and one. Listeners, if you're driving listeners, or if you're in the gym, just listen and then go back and take notes the second. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that before you go to sleep, say to yourself and just drift yourself to sleep that I now sleep in, I sleep in peace. I now sleep in peace and I awake in joy. And if you will do that, I have helped people overcome nightmares. I've helped people overcome uh, insomnia. They can't sleep. That and one of the just recently, in fact, just last week, I helped someone with insomnia. Couldn't sleep. Just had such a terrible time. And there were a few other things with her. But for all of us right now, if you will just drift yourself to sleep, saying that I sleep in peace and awake in joy, you will start seeing you having deeper, more sound sleep. And when you wake up, you're all of a sudden feeling better. And it's like, oh, this is great. So um, uh, so kind of, you know, to address on at the, uh, to be clear, the subconscious mind is, is working on your behalf all the time. And, um, and that, but at night is a great time. Also the first thing in the morning, because you don't have a lot of resistance. Typically what happens is during the day, oh, this deal went south, this person cut me off. You know, I had this argument, whatever. And we start to look at what is, and we get so emerged at what's happening that we don't start, we don't use our imagination to start thinking about what will be and how we want it to be. We literally, Brian, have the power to call it the way we want it, but what we've done, and so it's kind of like this, that we have, let's say at night, we say, oh, I sleep in, in peace and I wake in joy. And, uh, and then when I wake up, I do what's called a joy shop. Be happy to uh, give it to all of your uh, listeners, viewers here. Uh, the joy shop, just a magical thing that will, will change the, your thought process and make your days uh, flow smoother, build your business, all kinds of things. So if you want- What, what is it? Shop, what is it? It's the joy what? Yeah, it's called the joy shop. And uh, the Joy Shop is in the morning. And it's where you read this uh, Joy Shop that I have. And then you write down a few things about and basically uh, prepaving your life, your day, and how you want it to be. So, but uh, back to, so uh, let's say that, you know, at night we're being this way in the morning. We're thinking about what will be, how we want it to be. And let's call that yellow. And so we have that paint, if you will, yellow. But during the day, we start seeing other things that, you know, again, the the deal goes south and we get into an argument, we have a bad thought that doesn't make us feel good. And so let's call that red. So what has happened is we were thinking about yellow and asking for yellow. 
Then we started to think, because see, our prayer isn't when we're on our hands and knees with our hands folded on our knees, you know, with our hands folded. It is every day, every moment, uh, a, a conscious moment, that's our prayer. So if I'm praying for yellow and I'm praying for red, what happens when you mix those two paints together, those colors, what do you get? You orange. get orange. And what people say is, I didn't ask for orange. And I just say, oh, yes, you did. And that's why we don't think we're the creators of our experience. Because what we have done is we have been thinking about the things we want and then the things we don't want. And then we get this other stuff. And then the law of attraction comes in and attracts. Like if I start thinking about the deal that went south or I don't have enough deal, uh, enough uh, business right now, what will happen is, the universe, your subconscious mind will start creating not enough business for you. So if I'm thinking not enough, I get not enough. And that's why people asking for money, that when they say, oh, I want money, but mostly that when they're saying that, they're saying, I don't have enough money. <laughs> right. The verse is saying, hey, I know that there is plenty of everything, that this is a universe filled with abundance, everlasting abundance, that I know there's plenty of money and I ask for money now. Instead, it's more on, oh, look at my checking account. I got all these bills and everything. I just don't have enough money. I want enough money, but they're actually vibrating. I don't have enough money and they'll be given not enough money. And so just understanding that can help you realize that, oh, I better start paying attention to my thoughts. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love it. I've been fascinated. Like I said, I've been fascinated with this for at least the last 10 years. Awesome. Um, before we got started today, we dove like we dove right in. Uh, yeah. Before we got started today, I heard you call yourself a mental scientist. Yes. Yes. How what does that mean? How do you become a medical <laughs> scientist, Dr. Hank? Yeah, yeah. So um, my undergrad, I went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison and my undergraduate business, and then I uh, became a behavior psychologist, and then I got into mental science. And basically, and, and, and part of that was on, on looking at, and so this is not looking at the brain, to be clear, that this is looking at the mind, in other words, your thinking. And so uh, to give you an example of the things that I learned in there is there are actually three, all of science, uh, in fact, all like quantum physicists now have agreed to this, uh, molecular biologists, all of science have agreed that there are three steps to create your experience, period. So the first step, according to the scientists, and the first step is that everything starts with your thought. Your thought, not somebody else's. It doesn't matter what family you were born in, doesn't matter how you were brought up, it doesn't matter what's going on right now. What matters is what you're thinking right now. So if you're thinking about your abundant future, I can guarantee you that your future will be more abundant. If you're thinking about you don't have enough business, I can guarantee you that you're not going to have much business in, in the future until you change that thinking. So they, again, according to scientists, that the first step is your thought. That thought then becomes a, what the scientists call energy. So thoughts create energy. For you and I, what that means for all of us, it means it creates emotion. That's why emotion is so powerful. And most of us have been told, oh, don't even use your emotion, you know, use your intellect or whatever. And it just doesn't happen that way. You're not going to create by just using your intellect and trying to figure it out. That when you have these good emotions and you're excited about life and your future and about business and how more is there for you, and all you have to do is ask, that those emotions then create what what so step three is so thoughts create energy and then energy creates matter m-a-t-t-e-r this is why thoughts become things and so i'm sure you know you, we've all heard on thoughts become things well how is that and so that's how it basically plays out even more dynamic than that is really 
thoughts are things. Because these thoughts are things that, that so don't just think like, oh, you know, I was, you know, thinking about how I don't like somebody, okay, and it doesn't have any impact on you. It has every impact on you. As you're thinking about something you don't like, let's say just all of us could think of somebody you don't like, and that you think about that, and what will happen is that will take your energy and lower your energy level to a place of, maybe anger, fear, worry, whatever that may be. And then that becomes your point of attraction. And so what are you, where do you want to attract? Do you want to attract up here high flying emotions from your good feeling thoughts that you want to attract that? Or do you want to attract the things you don't want that are in this lower vibration, if you will, because the whole universe is energy. Now, the beauty of this, Brian, is, is that we each have the power with our thoughts to mold the energy that creates worlds into anything we want. That's why all things are possible. And so the powerful, magnificent creators that we are is that with our thoughts, we can create. I, and so let me give you some, you know, concrete some examples because some people say, oh, Dr. Hank. Well, before you go there, can, yeah. I, ask you, can I ask you a question? Because sure. you talked about starts with your thought. Yep. Then becomes energy or emotion. Yeah. And those are the first two steps, which then become yep. matter. So, I, you know, I, I listen to and read a lot of different things and you there's a couple of things I'll compare here. One would be Simon Sinek, right? Talking about the why. Yeah. And isn't that essentially what he's saying? There's a thought and why, and the, the emotion is the passion behind that why. Right. And so passion is another word for emotion. You bet. Which if you listen to so many, uh, you know, business lectures or read books, they, they talk so frequently about how it's 80% passion that makes a successful uh -huh. business. Beautiful. For an entrepreneur rather than, you know, 80% knowledge, right? It's the passion, which then drives execution. So yeah. I'm just sharing some things that, that I've learned that I think, yeah. I think relate hand to hand. It's almost another way of saying this. Would you agree yeah. with that? If you've been enjoying Grit, please help us continue to grow the channel by leaving a five-star review and sharing it with a friend. Now back to Grit. Yes, I absolutely. And so, um, so remember that passion now that it all came from your thought. So actually 99% of everything that we manifest that we experience in our life actually comes from our thought. So it, it originally comes from our thought. Now we have been brought up though, and we see all the time. I mean, if you uh, watch sports center, it's, I worked hard and that's how I got there. No, they didn't. What happened was they have this thought about, I want to be the best. And then they got inspired and they have this passion mm -hmm. and that led them to, and so, so really underline and write down if you're not driving or whatever, that write down, it is inspired action. And so it's not do, 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 because then you get do, do in your life, okay? It is that I'm going to think about my future, what will be, and I'm going to think on how grand it is and how beautiful and I have beautiful relationships and I have good health and I have a long, happy, healthy, wealthy life. And my business just continues to grow. My income continues to grow. I have passive income where I don't even have to, you know, show up anywhere, if you will. That that and when as we start thinking about this glorious life, that you're starting to plug into your imagination, and what your imagination is, and you can use it either way. You can imagine really a good life, a wanted life, or or not. And the imagination is God's playground. And so when you think of it that way, that you realize that the thoughts that you have birthed about this glorious imagination of your life in the future, that it is creating a better life, not only for you, but for everyone. Because as you thrive, 
everybody else around you thrives. So that's why some people say like, wow, that's really selfish, Dr. Hank, that you know, you're just thinking of yourself. Well, let me tell you folks, you can't think for another person and you can't feel for another person. And because those are the two components of creation that you can only think and feel for yourself. The other thing that I teach is don't be a pee-pee. And a pee-pee is a people pleaser. <laughs> because if you try to please someone, that today they may be pleased, but be, see, they're changing too. And so you'll never be able to keep up with them and you'll be swimming upstream. But if you please yourself, everyone else will be pleased and that they will start to thrive and grow as well. So really all of us are like these emeralds that we throw that emerald into a divine pond of water and the ripples of that divine water goes and flows throughout all of humanity and all that is. And that's how also we impact so many. And that's why, Brian, you having that vision, that vision is a godly vision, if you will, universal vision. And because of that, that you have helped so many and will continue to help more and more because of your vision versus if you said, hey, I just give up and people have told me no, or I'm stuck, I don't have the solution, that what would have happened is you wouldn't have moved humanity ahead like it's moving ahead. Yeah, thank you for that example. I mean, uh, this is very, very basic, but we're always told to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first and then help the person next to us. And this is no different. If people are saying you're being greedy and doing that, yeah. you can't make a difference for others until you've made a difference for yourself, right? You bet, you bet. So, you bet. Okay, yeah. you're, and I haven't asked you one question that's on my list yet, so we may not get into that today. We may have to do Perfect. We're never on agenda. <laughs> We're on God's agenda. <laughs> so, so on God's agenda, how yeah. important is gratitude in our lives? Yeah, yeah. That's something we haven't talked about, and I really want to get Dr. Hank's opinion on this you one. You bet, you bet. And what a powerful question, and uh, just tells me more about how awesome you are, Brian. So what the scientists forgot is God. And again, you and I haven't discussed our, you know, beliefs about God, the universe, whatever. And, and for everybody listening, use whatever word is most appropriate. You know, it's the unseen. You can't see your thoughts, can't see your emotions, uh, can't see, you know, this uh, law of attraction, all these components, if you will. So there's a lot of unseen. In fact, I'm having a, a seminar calling Seeing the Unseen, and you can actually get it. But so Here's actually the way of all of our ex experiences. It's thought, the scientists are right. It goes to energy, the scientists are right. But here's where they skipped God, the universe, whatever. And that is number three, that, that you create with your emotion from your thought, you create with your emotion a signal. And that signal, vibration, if you will, and that is sent out to the universe, to God. And your prayer, because your prayer is your thought, that, that again, turned into this signal, this energy, and your prayer is immediately received and answered. And so, but people say to me, but Dr. Hank, the money isn't in the bank. You know, the person isn't in the bed next to me, you know, whatever the case may be. And the fact is that it's in energy form and it's up to us, step four, and step four is to allow it, believe it, expect it. I call it Abe, allow, believe it, expect it, and it has to do with the subconscious mind tapping into that. And then step five is receiving it. So the reason why I share that with you about gratitude is that this is actually a co-creative process. So we do the asking, okay? We do the signal, the feeling, and then the father does the work. And so then, and you call law of attraction, whatever that, what happens is that these components will come together, cooperative components, I call them, come together to bring you your experience or as the scientists call matter. Now, 
I just don't use the word gratitude. Gratitude kind of sounds like somebody else did something out there, you know, God did something, whatever. And so it's like, I wasn't part of it, but I just shared with you that actually I'm, I'm, I'm the co-creator of it, that I got to do the asking God then delivers the goods, if you will, in mm-hmm. my stuff. And so because of that, I use the word appreciation. And so, so even though there's very little difference into that, it's, it's these words like stop using work hard. Use, I mean, that's no fun. Who the hell wants to work hard? <laughs> okay. But man, do I want to play easy? <laughs> okay. So where are you going today? I'm going to go nice. play. I'm going to go play. You know, people go, wow, cool. You know, and they light up. I'll see them in the elevator and, you know, and and they say, hey, what are you doing today? I'm just going to go play. I literally just did that, I don't know, an hour ago. I'm going to go play. And the lady just lit up like a light bulb going, wow, that's fun. What are you going to be doing? Oh, I'm just going to go out and kind of be led wherever I go, whatever good feeling, you know, that I have. So back to this uh, uh, word appreciation that in the joy shop that I mentioned, where you read the joy shop, it raises your vibration. It's good feeling thoughts that you read. And then I ask you to write down three things. And so we'll go through all three right now. The first is what I desire. And again, I would recommend everybody to you know write this down because if you start doing this, the magic will happen. I have an agent who just joined me two months ago and I was just with her yesterday and she's over $4 million worth of business in the last two months. And these are contracts that are signed, buyer agreement contracts signed. These are listings signed and she just had two closings um, uh, last Wednesday. Okay, so so this isn't just Dr. Hank's la la land and we all feel good. That's actually the most important thing of it all. I think, I think a lot of people on here, Dr. Hank, may not know who you are um, yeah. and how you relate to real estate. So let's tie that in because you've yeah. been in the real estate business for some time now, have owned brokerages, mortgage yeah. companies. Yeah. Uh, and before that, consulted to major companies like Coca-Cola, John Deere, Chase right. Bank, right? So, yeah. so you have a tremendous amount of business experience and somehow yeah. you've chosen to take these skills and bring them to the real estate world. Yes. So yeah. I just want everyone to understand that, that that's your focus is really improving real, realtors experience right. in this business. And if you're a realtor, I don't care if you're running a team, a brokerage, or if you're an independent agent, solo agent, or an agent working on a team, in all of those cases, mm-hmm. it's so important that you have this mindset, that you have this subconscious, right? It's going to change your life. It's so anyway, I just wanted to life. preface that because yes. I think this is so important. Well, thank you for that, Brian. And that is, you uh, explained it uh, eloquently. And so, you know, it basically is, yes, all those things are true. Yes, I will help you build your business. But it all does start with that mindset. And so I do want to go because of the joy shop when we were talking about appreciation. I want to make sure that I cover that and then we can get into some of that real estate detail. And so again, you read the joy shop. You then write down the first thing, three things to write down. You write down what you desire. So what do you want? Oh, I want, you know, this isn't you pleading. This is you, the commander. This is you saying, here's what I want. Okay. And just assuming that you're going to get it. So here's what I want. And for everybody to start out with, I want a long, happy, healthy, wealthy life. Because all of us want that. And if you do that, start general. Don't get specific where, oh, I want $4 million too in two months because there's too much resistance in that and you you won't allow it in because you won't have agreement with your subconscious mind. And again, we'll get to that in, in a couple minutes too. So write down what you desire. Then the second thing is to write down what you appreciate. And normally I recommend in the last 24 hours. We are so conditioned to get home and say, hey, how was your day? And we talk about all the unwanted stuff about our day. And guess what? My word is powerful because it's articulated thought, 
so it's back to my thought, but it makes it even more powerful if I put it into the word. So if I start talking about, oh, and I have this bad deal, and then I Facebook to everybody on, oh, this terrible thing happened, and everything, then what you're doing is you're creating hell in your life. You're putting fuel on that fire, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, just let's get more gas and just start throwing it. And the gas is your thoughts, okay? And you say to yourself, hey, I'm just not gonna do this anymore. I'm, I'm tired of swimming upstream where none of my desires are and I'm gonna let go. And when you let go and when you trust and you have faith and everything that I share with you, if you'll just do these simple steps, I'm telling you, your life is going to change. And like Brian indicated that your subconscious mind, that things, it will change your life, this mindset, and you'll go downstream. So the beauty of appreciation is when you stand in a place of appreciation, like, and for some of us, it might be a little hard even finding something. So just, hey, I woke up this morning. <laughs> okay, there's, there's a, my heart's beating. Okay, then my bodily functions. I mean, you know, there's just incredible, miraculous things happening all around. But you start doing appreciate, writing down what you appreciate. And what will happen is it'll change your thinking process to more positive, more of the wanted. But it also tells the universe instantly, automatically, I want more of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I appreciation. Like, yeah. if you look at everything we have in this world today, just yeah. even roads, right? Roads, roads. water, food. Oh. But, but oh, then you take it to the next level. We are communicating across the country right now. Yep. On video, everybody everybody can access this. It's going to be put out there for the world to access this anytime they want. They don't have to be listening right now, right? I mean, the world we are in right now, there is so much to appreciate. So there is. I'm into that. And again, for us to do that, because we get stuck into this little minute stuff. And I'll give you an example. I had an agent. See, I not only help agents build their business, but I help them in their personal lives, too. So I had an agent. She's in the middle of a divorce. And I've helped her along the way with her relationship with her kids and everything. And uh, she texts me and she goes, oh, and she shows a picture, a screenshot of, oh, she got this terrible email that said that she has to go to court for this divorce thing, okay? And so I responded back to her. I said, you should really be happy. It's a good thing because if I'm not mistaken, this isn't you going to court to find out if you're going to be sentenced to death or life in prison, right? <laughs> you know? And right away she responds back laughing, just let's all lighten up about this stuff, okay? And then I said, why don't you make this court date fun? and call it the way you want it and start asking for, here's what I want out of this, that, you know, I want a fair settlement or, you know, whatever the things that you are. But we get so involved about being in this fear and we sit and stand in this fear mindset or negative mindset, or, you know, we don't know mindset that I, like people say, oh, I don't know. You never know what will happen next. I know everything that's going to happen next. Something just great, big, happy surprises. Because that's what I've asked for. And then I get big, happy surprises. So back to this appreciation for us to be able to stand in appreciation, it automatically tells the universe, I want more of it, and the universe will deliver more of it. There is a power greater than you and in your body here that loves you, supports you, and can give you every and anything that you desire. And so for all of us to light up, and so remember, joy shop, read the joy shop, write down your desires, write down what you appreciate. And then the third thing is that we, you had alluded to earlier is to actually prepave. So I call it prepave, P-R-E-P-A-V-E, prepave your day. Call it the way you want it. So let me give you some examples. And really, I would write these down because they're godly examples that will help lighten your load, okay? And I have so many people that say, oh, you just have lightened my load. But as for like prepaving your day, you can say, hey, I want my travels. Don't even say traffic. Say, hey, I want my travels to go smoothly, okay? But then say things like, I want to laugh more. I want to smile more. And you will be amazed how the universe God delivers to you reasons to laugh and smile. 
Okay, but the issue is that if you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it other than by default. And so do you want life by default or do you want to live a deliberate life on the way that you want it? And these are the simple steps in order to have it the way you want it. Very well said. Uh, you, you mentioned something and I do have a few questions. We are short on time. So I do have sure. a few questions that we always wrap up with with our guests that I want to ask you. But I, since I haven't asked you one question that, <laughs> that was on my list, yeah. but uh, which means it's been a lot of fun. So <laughs> you mentioned fear. Yeah. Let's talk about fear for a minute because I think sure. fear is what takes things away from us. I had a, I learned a lesson maybe eight years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I used to have a fear of heights. Yeah. And I actually went to a ropes course and they shared with me, you have this adrenaline come in and all this adrenaline comes in. And as soon as that goes to your head, it creates fear. Hmm. And, and, and they shared with me, as soon as it goes to your heart, it creates fun. Uh. And so there was this fear and fun and it's my choice, right? This is just adrenaline. I'm choosing where I route that, which yeah. that has been a life changer for me. But I yeah. want to hear your perception on fear and why we let fear get in the way and how do we overcome that? You bet. You bet. So fear is actually an acronym. You can write down F period, E period, A period, R period, false evidence appearing real. We actually measured uh, fear. We were looking, the insurance industry was looking for why people were dying and they found out that they, people were dying. Heart disease was number one killer in America. They were dying from stress and they then researched the stress and they found out that it was fear. So it was our own fear and it's made up in our minds. 93% of the things that we fear, they found out, never even happened. Okay, never even happened. And those things that we did fear actually are something good. Like for example, oh, I hope I don't get, get a divorce. You get a divorce and then you meet Mr. Wonderful or Miss Wonderful, you know, six months later and you go, oh my gosh, I was fearing that, but it actually was beautiful. So here is the way to look at all life that will lighten your load and will give you everything that you want. This life we came here and we have a guidance system based on our feelings. When we feel bad, it means that we're not thinking about this the way the universe is, the way God is, the way your higher self is, whatever, that it is not thinking the way uh, on this the way that your small subconscious mind, uh, conscious mind is. However, that when you feel good, you know you're on your lighted path. So thus, we couldn't wait to get back here, if you will, to this place called planet Earth, Mother Earth, because it has perfect contrast. There is everything you want in it and everything you don't want in it. And all of us forevermore will be rubbing up against this contrast in our life. Now, what most of us have done is we have given a charge, okay, that emotion, we've given a charge to those things we don't want. Okay, which we could also call those things we fear. All it is is what you don't want. So here's the easy way to do it because when you recognize this is actually a blessing that births all this contrast and stuff you didn't want, the deals that went south, the divorce, the bad health, all those things you didn't want, they actually birth new thoughts and new feelings of the life you do want. So it actually is creating a better life for you, but here's how to do it easily and quickly, and it will, will put you on your lighted path forevermore. First of all, care most about how you feel, okay? So care most about how you feel. I care about feeling good, and so I want to feel good. When I'm not feeling good, I recognize I'm just thinking the wrong uh, uh, things that I don't want. Then, when you rub up against anything you don't like, which you could call anything that you fear. Don't put any energy into it, but just point to it and say, this is what I don't want. And then ask, so Christ said, turn the other cheek. And when I was a kid, I had an abusive dad. So I thought when he slaps me on one side, I, you know, he could slap. But what it actually meant was that this is what I don't want. And then I asked, what do I want? And when I'm able to ask, what do I want? God will give me, the universe will give me, my higher self will give me new thoughts, 
new ideas to a better life for me. I want better health, I want more money, I want more business. And then the Father shall do the work and give you all of those things. So that nips this fear right in the bud. You just observe it, you're the observer. And you just say, that's what I don't want. What do I want? And then you will start getting answers of what you do want that will create a better life. Thank you so much. I I have two pages of notes here, Dr. Hank. Uh, In wrapping up, and I'm going to have to spend some more time with you, but in wrapping up today, uh, just a few quick questions. What's your favorite book or your favorite source of learning for for some of our listeners? Well, so my favorite source of learning is uh, by me breathing deeply, uh, quieting my mind, and then getting infinite intelligence to just flow right into me. I've actually written 13 books. And so my most favorite book is my last book now. Oh, I said nine books. Why didn't you correct me on that earlier? (laughs) Oh, who cares? That, uh, but my 13th book is Your Royal Path to Riches. It's on Amazon or whatever that you write me, I'll, I'll send it to you, soft copy that, but Your Royal Path to Riches, and it'll show you how to tap into your subconscious mind. And then it has these powerful thoughts, prayers, if you will, that will create the life of your dreams. So get quiet, tap yeah. into your subconscious mind, and just be in the moment, right? So often we don't, we don't take time for ourselves and breathing breathing deep breathing so five seconds in five seconds out it's the fastest way to connect with your source with god with all that is yeah so so many of us hear how important water is we always hear that but we don't hear how important oxygen is yeah (laughs) we can can go days without water but we can't go minutes without oxygen right (laughs) there you go okay uh thank you for that what's your favorite place my favorite place is actually Egypt, as far as the physical place. My uh, my physical place on Earth is is Egypt, uh, just because there's the best art in the world there. It's so old and and everything. Nobody can figure it out. It's just awesome. So we go there every year. Uh, but uh, but my most favorite place of all is uh, flying high with my angels and all it is. Awesome. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to do in your personal time? Well, it really is to be able to breathe, to meditate. Uh, and so I love doing that. I also love uh, sharing with um, uh, my wife, Sharon, that we said every night and uh, at the end of the day, kind of getting ready for bed, that uh, we talk about the most wonderful things that happened to us that day. And it's just a great way in order to launch off into wonderful, good feeling thoughts for the rest of the night. Yeah, that's great. Every day when I get home, my wife asks me, what was the best part of your day? She wants to know. And it's not just a question, like she wants to know. So yeah, I love awesome. that. You're blessed. <laughs> uh, how do people best get a hold of you? Um, because, or your books or, yeah. you know. Sure, so you can. How do, how do we all yeah. ingrain this into our lives? Yeah, so uh, do dr, uh, my email, drhank at drhank dot biz b-i-z so dr hank at dr hank dot biz yes yep you can uh text me call me 214-753-7204 that you know go there you can get me on facebook and you know all the social media but you if i can help you in any way to help you become your greatest possibility personally professionally especially in real estate just let me know okay thank you dr hank it's been a pleasure Brian, thank you. You're awesome. Appreciate you. God bless you all. Take care. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you have an interest in a free seven-day trial of Sisu, go to sisu.co, S-I-S-U dot C-O. Make sure that you use the coupon code GRIT, that's G-R-I-T, to waive all your set of fees and receive a 10% discount on your subscription. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to subscribe, search GRIT, the Real Estate Growth Mindset on iTunes, Spotify, or Podbean. And with that, we'll catch you next time. Take care.